I'm going to read verse 7, then you can be seated, and I'll try to walk down through uh, the first six verses. Notice what verse 7 says. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. If you'll look over in Hebrews, we'll get there in a minute, in chapter number 10 and verse number 7, we have a New Testament verse. Same thing, then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. You can be seated. If the Lord would help us for a little while tonight, I want to preach on this song, Tracing Jesus Through the Bible. I want to look at our Bible today as our diet, our Bible as our necessary food. Notice with me, if you will, let's just walk down through the verses. Notice with me, if you will, first of all, and verse number one, he said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, ain't you glad he did, and heard my cry. Notice this, he brought me up also out of a heart pit out of the miry clay set my feet on a solid rock and established my goings he had put a new song in my heart even praise unto our God many shall see and fear and shall trust in the Lord blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside to lies you'll find out first of all in the head of the list there is a reminder of our sin that sin is of our it eats everything it can. It devours. Sin is a poison. It seduces and kills and destroys from the inside out. But sin is a pit. Notice the Bible says it's a miry clay. The idea there it's like a suction. The harder you try to get out, the deeper you go down in it. Sin's that way in our life. We tried to turn over a new leaf. We tried to get right with God and it was like our it's like pulling our feet down the harder we struggled the deeper we went sin is a dangerous pit amen it's a deceptive pit it's a destroying pit it's a dark pit it's a dungeon of a pit but ain't you glad when you called he heard amen he inclined means he leaned in your direction you couldn't get to him and so he leaned in your direction. I sure am glad I see sin in chapter 40. I see salvation. Amen. He got brought me out, delivered me from the pit. The only antidote for sin is the blood of Jesus. The only hope for your soul is the Lord Jesus. I like what a China man said. A China man's interpretation of salvation was this. He said, Buddha and Confucius can, can cannot get me out of the pit, but they can they told me if I get out of the pit, they'll help me not to get back into the pit. He said, but that's not what I needed. I needed out of the pit. Amen. I'd already was in the pit. That was no good to me. He said, but then I heard about Jesus. Amen. And I called and I cried and he came and he brought me up out of the pit. You could 
better put a 10 speed in there and there wasn't a Mormon fast enough to ride their way out. You could have put a baptism pool and nobody can swim their way out. You could have put tracks and literature and nobody could have knocked on enough doors to get out. Oh, but when you couldn't get out and you couldn't do nothing, Jesus came where you was and broke you up. I say, he heard me and he brought me up. Thank God I see sin, I see salvation, but I see security. Amen. Amen. An old China man said, when Jesus heard my cry, he lifted me out. Amen. Hallelujah. The pit's no longer my home. Hallelujah. I don't smell like a pit because I ain't in a pit. I smell like the perfume of the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Amen. But thank God for the security. I'm trying to get to verse 7. I'm looking. Thank God for the security. The Bible said this about verse 2. He set my feet on a stolid rock and established my going. In other words, he said this. Not only am I out of it, I'm not even on the clay no more. I'm on the rock. I'm secure on the rock. I'm glad he's a rock higher than I. I'm glad he's a rock stronger than I. I might get leaves on my rock. I might get dirt on my rock. I may let things come between me and my rock. But if I get in a mess, I keep on a digging down. Hey man, I'll hit rock. I thank God. Woo! Hallelujah. For not only my salvation from sin, my security and my salvation, but notice this, I've got a song. Hey man, he brought me up. Hallelujah. He set me up. Thank God Brother Dale, he tuned me up. Amen. I'm not singing Merle Haggard. I'm not rolling like a snowball headed for hell. I'm going to heaven. Amen. I'm not on the highway to hell. I'm on the highway of the holy. Amen. Thank God I've got a new song. It says speak to yourselves in songs and hymns. Ephesians 5, 18. Speak to yourselves in songs and hymns and spiritual songs. I sing it and make it melody in your heart. Actually that's verse 20. Verse 18 says be not drunk with wine when it's excess but be filled with the spirit. Hey man, you know how it's good to know somebody's filled with the spirit as they'll sing a spiritual song. They'll sing songs about him when everything's falling apart. We still got a song. Thank God for our salvation, our security, our song. Now thank God, notice this, our service. The Bible said this. The Bible says, many shall see it. Verse 3. Amen. It said, I put a new song in my mouth, even praise to my God. Every once in a while, there ought to be a little praise out of your mouth. There ought to be a little, amen, amen. Hallelujah. There ought to be a little praise out of your mouth. There ought to be a little shout out of your mouth. There ought to be a little thanksgiving out of your mouth. Amen. There ought to be a little sacrifice and offering of thanksgiving. Amen. But notice this. Notice this, what he said in the latter part of verse 3. He said, many shall shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Many shall see what? See me saved. See the change in my life. See me serving God. See me wanting to go to the house of God. Amen. To the house of repute. See me wanting to drink from the cup of God and still the brew of the devil. See me wanting to sit at the table of God. Amen. Rather than the hollers and the holes of this world. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the service. Amen. You know what? You know who he'll use in 
and serving him, he'll use harlots. He'll use half-wits. Amen. Amen. He'll use the harlots, the homeless. He'll use anybody and everybody. He wants you to be, hey, he wants folks to see you. Amen. But then in verse number seven, I think we need to see him. Here's where I've been wanting to get to tonight. Notice this what the Bible says. He said in verse number six, sacrifice and offering, Jesus is talking. He said, thou didst not desire. He's talking to him about the Lord. He said, my ears hast thou opened, burnt offering and sin offering thou hast not required. Then it says in verse number seven, then said I, lo, I come. And the volume of the book it is written to me. Jesus said those words. And in fact, if you read in Hebrews' account, chapter 10 and verse number 7, it's talking about all those goats and all those sacrifices and everything that was offered. But the Lord came and says, in the volume of the book, it is written of me. All Old Testament types, all Old Testament shadows, every lamb that had ever been offered, ten thousands and thousands upon thousands of sacrifices were pointing to Calvary, where the Lamb of God would die, and he wouldn't die for one man. Hey man, like he did, hallelujah for Abel. He wouldn't die for one nation like they did in Leviticus 16. He wouldn't die just for one family like they did in Exodus chapter number 12. But he is going to die for the sins of the world and God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son ain't you glad today in the volume Jesus said of the book it is written to me so if he is in the volume and the volume is about he then I want to find Jesus and see where he is in this word that is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path just stay with me I'm going to preach a little while on seeing him in the book. Tracing Jesus through the Bible. Oh man, I'm thankful for the Bible. Ain't ain't y'all glad for the Bible? 66 books in the Bible. 39 books in the Old Testament. 27 books in the New Testament. Reminds you, the only light in the tabernacle, men in the wilderness, had 69 knobs, almonds, and, and bowls. And from those uh, 66, and from those 66 came light, and the only light, amen, in there was a beaten out pure gold. I'm glad the word of God is pure. Hey, man, there's no violation of man. Hey, man, there's no, there's no contradiction of man. I'm glad we've got 66 books, 39 old, 27 new. I thank God for that Old Testament. I mean, five books of the law, 12 books of history, five poetical books, five major prophets, 12 minor prophets. But I thank God for the New Testament. The Old Testament was in, the Old Testament was enfolded, but the New Testament is unfolded. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And the New Testament is 27 books. Four books of the gospel. One book of history. That's Acts. 14 Pauline epistles. Seven general epistles. And one book of prophecy. That's 1189 chapters. 32,214 something like that. Verses. Seven
773,000 plus words and over 3 million letters. I thank God for every every book of the Bible, every chapter of the Bible, every verse of the Bible. It's a hymn book, a H-I-M book. Amen, hallelujah. Thank God. Hey, Jesus is the message of the Bible and the Pentateuch. Amen, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And that Pentateuch or the books of Moses, and we find out he's typified in the Pentateuch. John 5, 46 tells us. He's amplified in the Psalms. And Luke 20, 42 tells us. He's signified in the prophets. First Peter chapter 1 and verse number 12 tells us that. He's identified, amen, in the Gospels. John 4, 29. Behold, the Lamb of God. There he is, boys. Amen, the prophets have preached about him. Amen, the laws told us about him. Everybody been looking for him. Woo, there he is, the Lamb of God. Amen. The, in the Acts, they magnified him. Acts 2.36 and the epistles they exemplified him but in Revelation we see him glorified oh thank God for the Bible amen the Old Testament promises but the New Testament produces the Old Testament localized around the Israel but thank God the New Testament thank God universalized and brought Gentile dogs amen he brought them in the Old Testament he spoke to them in the Old Testament he showed us in the Abraham so the nations of the world sat down. He told us in Abraham's seed, singular, not not meaning Isaac, not meaning Jacob, but eventually meaning Jesus, that all the nations of the earth be blessed. In fact, amen, I didn't know it was going to get this big, but it is. Amen, in fact, Abraham had two seeds. Amen, we're not a Jew outwardly, but we are Jew inwardly. Amen, I'm glad I'm a part of the bride, a part of the church, a part of the building, a part of the body. I say hallelujah. Thank God for the body, the bride. I'm glad for the second birth. I'm glad I'm just in. Amen. I'm glad I was out, but now I'm in. Oh, I got to thinking... Uh, Brother Doug, how about all that Jesus is, how he, uh, amen, the New Testament universalizes and shows us, amen, that all of us are included in the work of God. Abraham saw one day a sand on the seashore, and the Lord said, if you could number the sand, amen, on the seashore, then you could number your descendants and number the seed of Abraham. But then one day, talking about the church, uh, talking about the, amen, not just that uh, seed that, would inherit the earth. He said, look up toward the stars. And if you can number the stars, he said, that's how you're going to be blessed in your Gentile seed. Hey, the bride of Christ, he's got an earthly seed and he's got a heavenly seed. I'm a part of the church. Thank God for the church. The New Testament, amen. The Old Testament, I said early, enfolds. The New Testament unfolds. The Old Testament centered on Moses and types and shadows. But the New Testament, it centers around Jesus. He's the source of the shadow and the source of the type. Amen. Old Testament Moses turned water into blood. That's a picture of disease. That's a picture of judgment. That's a picture of sin. But in the New Testament, Jesus turns water, not into blood, but into wine. That's a picture of joy. That's a picture of life. I say glory to God. In the Old Testament, she 
sheep died for the shepherd. But in the New Testament, the shepherd died for the sheep. I say it's a live word. It's a living word. Hold on to it. It's going to jump out of your lap. It's up to date. It's accurate. Amen. It's inerrant. The Bible, amen, is filled with mountains. If you went back and started in the Old Testament, that first mountain is mentioned is Ararat. And you see the condemnation of humanity. And you see the revelation of a new seed and a new world. Amen. Sinai. Hey, Moses received the law in Pisgah. God showed Moses what the Canaan land uh, held. In Nebo, God buried Moses in Mount Zion. Uh, David found out that God's a stronghold. And there's a cave he can run to. And Mount Carmel. Elijah challenged false prophets and a false god and said the real one is going to answer by fire. In the New Testament, there's more mountains. Hey, man, Mount Olive. Uh, Jesus prayed. Mount Hermon. Jesus was transfigured at Calvary. He was crucified. Amen. And over in Bethany, he ascended back. And ain't you glad one day he's going to put one feet on a mountain and another foot on the mountain. It's going to split. Fresh water's going to fill up. And the Dead Sea, life's going to come. Why, oh, glory to God. Woo! I'm glad this book is a hymn book. Amen. I like what one man said. I might have been them old uh, uh, pilgrim writer. He said the book contains this book, this Bible, this holy book. It contains the mind of God, the state of man, and salvation. The Bible reveals us as man. Hey, man, hey, generation, and then degeneration, and then regeneration. Hey, God made us. And then we fail. And then we got remade again. Amen. But amen. Glory to God. Because man started in generation because of sin was, de- was degenerated. But Jesus come to regenerate us by God's design. How nature formed us. Amen. Sin deformed us. Prison can reform us. School can inform us. But ain't but one that can transform us. And that's Jesus. Woo! It's just a about him. Amen. I love this book. If y'all can't tell it, I love this Bible. Amen. But you're going, I hope you like it. I hope you love it. But if you're going to really love it, you're going to have to read it to be wise, believe it to be saved, and practice it to be holy. As a lot of folks say they know about the Bible, and then you ask them what they read, and they can't tell you nothing they read. They think they can quote some scriptures. That don't impress me. The devil can quote scriptures. Do you believe the Bible? Have you received the Bible. Has the Bible changed your life? Amen. Old Testament shadows point to him. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is the person of the Bible. The church is the people of the Bible. Amen. To get saved, you have to enjoy the power of the Bible. And don't forget, there's a sorry player in the Bible. He's a devil. And he'll always play you for a fool. Somebody say amen. Amen. I don't believe nothing he says. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Believe the opposite of what he tells you. Somebody help me. Amen. Hallelujah. Do y'all know Jesus predates the Old Testament? He predates the New Testament. 
And John 1, 1, the Bible says, amen. In the beginning was the Word. Had Jesus to live in Word. The Word was in the beginning and before the beginning. And the beginning was, past tense, already there, the Word. The living Word is not only the beginning. The living Word is one bond. Amen. The Word was with God. And the living Word in His being. And the Word was God. Amen. God. I mean truly God. But then thank God in chapter 1 of John, He's not only, hey, He's not only beginning. He's not only got a, hey, hey man, a being. He not only has a bond. Hey man, a connection. He's God. Incarnate. Trinity. Three in one. But glad, I'm glad in verse 14 Jesus has a body and the Word was made flesh and we beheld His glory. I say glory to God. You see, preacher, that don't impress me. Well, it does me. If it don't bother you or help you, I'm glad for the book. Somebody say amen. It ain't just any book. That's the holy book. I'm not talking about the NIV neither. Somebody help me. Amen. I'm talking about the King James Bible. Help us, Lord. Amen. Book of Genesis. Amen. He's the creator of the seed. He's the seed of the woman. And the book of Exodus. Amen. He's the Lamb of God. That saves that old dirty rotten sinner. Hey, amen. He'll get you out of Egypt through his blood. And Leviticus, he's our high priest. Hey, in Numbers, he's the star out of Jacob. And Deuteronomy, he's a prophet like Moses. And Joshua, he's the captain of the Lord's salvation. And Judges, he's the messenger of Jehovah. And Ruth, he's the kinsman redeemer. And Samuel, he's the spy and reject the king. Oh, but in 2 Samuel, he's the authoritative and real king. Amen. In Kings and Chronicles, he's the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. In Ezra and Nehemiah, amen, he's the Lord of heaven and earth. I like this about Nehemiah. If you were to break down the chapters of Nehemiah, you could break them down just a side note. In chapter 1, verse 2, we see Nehemiah's burden. Amen. And how he sought it. We see in chapter Chapter 2, or chapter 3, his building and how he wrought it. Amen. And chapter 4, you see Nehemiah's battle and how he fought it. But thank God in chapter 8, you see the book and how he taught it. He published it. He publicized it. He preached it. And guess what, church? He made much of the coming Messiah. He is the Savior. This is a hymn book. Amen. He say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying I love, amen, this Bible. And Esther, he's our Mordecai. Amen. And Job, he's our risen, returning redeemer. He's our daysman. He's the reason we worship. Hallelujah. In Psalms, and Psalms 1, whoo, he's the blessed man. In Psalms 2, he's the son of God. And Psalms chapter number 8, amen, he's the son of man. And chapter 22, he's the crucified. And chapter 23, he's the risen. And chapter 24, he's the coming again. And chapter 27, or, or 72, he's reigning. And chapter 150, he's the leader. And Proverbs, he's wisdom. And Ecclesiastes, he's the forgotten wise man. Chapter 9, verse 14. And Song of Solomon, he's my beloved. Chapter 2, verse 16. In Isaiah, he's our suffering substitute. And Jeremiah, he's the Lord of righteousness. Lamentation, he's the man of sorrow. And Ezekiel, he's sitting on a throne. Amen. He's in, he's in that wheel, in the middle of the wheel. And Daniel, he's the smiting stone. He'll show up and give the lion's lock jaw. He'll show up and make, amen, and Lucia. 
in the midst of a fire. Just don't bow, don't bend, and don't budge. Hey man, he's on your side. Hey man, and Daniel, he'll be the smiting stone, chapter 2, 34. And Hosea, he's David's greater king. And Joel, hey man, he's the Lord of bounty. Hey, he's the rescuer of Israel. Hey, I hope y'all ain't getting bored. I'm having time. And Obadiah, he's the deliverer of Mount Zion. And Jonah, he's the one that's buried and rose again. Amen. And Micah, he's the everlasting God. And Nahum, he's our stronghold, but in a backup. He's the anchor of our faith. Zephaniah, he's in the midst of judging. He'll clean it up, and he shows us how to worship. He spins around over them he loves. I say, God, if he does that, Jared, why can't we do it every once in a while? And Haggai, he's the Lord that shows up and gives you a mind to work. Amen. And Malachi, he's the son of righteousness that arose with healing in his wing. But that's just the Old Testament. He's still in the volume of the book. Amen. The New Testament. Guess what? He's there too. And Matthew, he's the king. And Mark, he's the servant. And Luke, he's the son of man. But in John, he's the son of God. He's the Amen. In Acts, he's the ascended Lord. Amen. He's the empowering Savior. In Romans, he's our righteousness. I say amen. He loved us while we were yet sinners. He died for us. Hallelujah. And 1 Corinthians, he's the first fruit from the dead. And 2 Corinthians, he's made sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made. The righteousness of God in him. And Galatians, he's the faith that we live by. He's the end of the law. He brought us out from under the law. I say glory to God. I say hallelujah. In Ephesians, he's the armor that we wear. In Philippians, he's a supplier of every need. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. In Colossians, he's the preeminent one. Amen. In 1 Thessalonians, he's the returning Lord. Comfort one another with these words. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. He's coming down, we going up. Amen. Glory to God. Woo! And 2 Thessalonians, he's coming back to judge the world. And 1 Timothy, he's the mediator. Chapter 2, verse 5, between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. He's the bestower of crowns. And 2 Timothy, he's the one waiting at the end of your race. He's the one longing, woo, for you to get there. I say Titus, he's the great God and Savior. Philemon, he's a partner. We're a count. Amen. Our sin was placed on, I say, hallelujah. And James, he's the Lord of Sabaoth. Amen. In First Peter, hallelujah, he's the Old Testament prophecy. Second Peter, long-suffering Savior, footsteps to follow. First John, he's the word of life. Second John, target of the Antichrist. Third John, the personification of truth. And Jude, he's the believer's security. But thank God in Revelation, he's the coming back king. Amen. Hey man, the Bible says a lot about Jesus. And the volume of the book is written of him. I just barely scratched the surface. It says a lot about the Holy Ghost too. Ain't you glad he is involved in your conversion? Hey man, John 16, 8 says, Hey man, they started working on you. The Holy Ghost did. Before you got saved, John 16, 8 says, He'll come to, say, to reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. You know what the Holy Ghost did before you got saved? 
He showed you what you was doing was wrong. Showed you what you, <laughs> judgments that you was going to have to face for the sin you done. He showed you how right you needed to be but couldn't be. Hey man, showed you how wrong you was. Hey man, then he turned the spotlight off for your wickedness, off for your sin, and he spotlighted Jesus. Hey man, he come in in line to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God and the face of Jesus Christ. Had John 3, 16, or John chapter 3 had 16 the sovereigns involved with your salvation for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son but the spirits involved he remember what he told Nicodemus there's some born of the flesh and what's born of the flesh is flesh but thank God what's born of the spirit spirit amen I'm glad I had the second birth I've been born twice Ephesians said in whom you trusted after that you heard the word of truth the gospel your salvation in whom also so that you believe you were sealed. How? With the Holy Spirit of promise. Hallelujah. He start to finish. The Holy Ghost is the paraclete. He's the comforter. He's the counselor. Amen. Hallelujah. He celebrates Jesus. He points us to Jesus. He makes the book real. He makes it, amen, realized in our life. Amen. Bible says a lot about Jesus. Amen. It's not just the justifier. He's not just the person of the book. He not only has the power of the book, he's got people in the book. The devil's a sorry player that plays with you about the book. Oh, but thank God, that old sorry devil. Let me just park right here a minute. I, I've, been, I've been trying to expose him for the last three Wednesdays, Wednesdays. So let me take just a little bit of time and say one more thing, uh, maybe a couple more things about the sorry devil. Hey, man, hey, hey, y'all listen to me. He's going to burn in hell forever. Somebody should have shouted right there. I said he's going to burn in hell forever. That's what we deserved, but I'm glad we're getting what we don't deserve. He's going to get what he deserves one day. He's a liar. He wants to devour you. He wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants to destroy. He wants to lie. He wants to convince you that he's your friend, that he's your buddy. He wants to offer you everything in the world, all the pleasures, all the position, all the pride, all the purse, anything that you can imagine, he'll offer you. But don't forget, he's a liar. He'll show you the martini and make, make you think about how sweet it tastes, but he don't show you the man beating his kids, beating his wife, laid over in his own vomit. Hey man, losing everything. Preach on preacher. Preach on brother Jackson. Just go ahead and help yourself. Thank you. Amen. He said the devil will whisper in your ears, you've went too far. You'll never get out of your mess. But don't you forget, we started in Psalms 40. It don't matter how horrible your pity is, how miry your pity is. I'm glad he He'll hear and bring you out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. He'll whisper in here. He'll try to convince you. Here's what he'll say. Go ahead and do it. Everybody's doing it. Go ahead and do it. Everybody's doing it. Remember what Elijah said? I'm the only one, Lord, that hadn't bowed the knee and compromised. And the Lord said, Elijah, you don't know this. I've got 7,000 that still hadn't bowed. We ain't the only church. We ain't the only preachers. Y'all ain't the only Christians. I'm glad they still. They might be small and the remnant might be few, but I sure am glad. There is a crowd still marching on. There's a crowd still shouting. There's a crowd still serving. There's a crowd still singing. There's a crowd still sermonizing. I say hallelujah, amen. He'll say preacher, I say, oh sorry devil, say ma'am, I mean, you're pretty bad. 
you're pretty rotten. You might as well go ahead and do it. You're so far gone. The Lord won't even have nothing to do with you. But I'm glad the Bible tells me. We need to know the Bible. We're talking about the Bible tonight. It's the basis of everything we believe. Hey man, listen to what the Bible says. This is a faithful saying. I'm worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Paul said, of whom I'm chief. You say, preacher, I'm a chief big daddy, big dog, dirty low down sinner. That's okay. I know there's a chief that's bigger than you. He's the chief cornerstone. <laughs> He's the chief shepherd. And it'll take a chief to save a chief. I say amen. Hallelujah. Hey, don't listen to the devil. He's a liar. He don't believe a thing he says. The sum of it all is this. Everybody can get out. Jesus can get them out. You're not too far gone. He loves you. He died for you. For as much then. Hebrews 2. As the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself also likewise took part of the same. That he through death might destroy him that's the devil who had power of death and deliver them that's us who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage don't have to fear death it's a threshold to spend him forever with Jesus hallelujah you say can you get out can you get out preacher oh yes the servant of the Lord must not strive but be gentle to all men apt to teach patient in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure give them repentance to the knowledge and of the truth. Oh, it's God's will for you to be saved. And God's got the key that can get you out of every cage that the devil's trying to stuff you into. Hey, sinner, if you need to get saved, you can. Hey, saint, you ain't went so far you can't get restored. We need to sharpen our focus. Hey, the problem with us is we've got out of focus. We don't love like we used to love. We don't live like we used to live. We don't study like we used to study. We don't shout. Y'all might preach on Brother Jackson. Hey man, if I gotta help myself, I'm still gonna preach it tonight. Hey man, hallelujah. Hey man, that's exactly right. Calvary's become casual and not convicting. The empty tombs become familiar and not fantastic. Scriptures have become second instead of supreme. You know what the sad thing is, Brother Dale? I can read Colossians and it takes people 14 minutes to get to the text. Because they don't, they're not even acquainted with their Bible enough to even know if I'm in the Old Testament or New Testament, and they've been saved for 20 years. Somebody might as well say, "Amen." Hey man, you acquainted with the field manual? You're acquainted, hey man, with the auto mechanics manual? You can be acquainted with everything that you do every day and you mean to tell me you care more about deer hunting and turkey? I like it all. I like fishing. I like hunting. I like racing. Tony let me drive his car. I'd do it. Doug would probably have to be in there. Hey man, help me not to hit the wall. But I try to do it. I like it all. I like four wheelers. I like RTVs. I like ATVs. I like it all. I wish I had it all. If you don't want it, send it my way. But I'll tell you one thing. It's not going to come between me and God. And ain't a camper going to take me further enough away to keep from getting back at church. And ain't a bass big enough. Woo! Hey, the last fish 
fish that swallowed up a preacher saved his life. I'm not looking for one to go in. Somebody say amen. Is everybody okay? Amen. We've become over-focused and fixated on issues and favorite things or hobbies, things that we should not care so much about. Listening to doctrines of devil, letting folks fracture the fellowship. We're so messed up. Amen. We need to listen to the Bible, the Holy Scriptures. Amen. The Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise on the salvation. That Scripture wasn't just talking about Old Testament, but about those new New Testament books that were being written. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. We ought to remain in it. We ought to be there reliable. Amen. We need to be ready to quote it and give an answer to the hope that is in us. The Word points us to the deliverer. The Word helps us to scooch up to the deliverer. The way of salvation is found in the Scriptures. The Scriptures convince us. The Spirit convicts us. The Sovereign Father calls us. And the Savior converts us. I'm glad I've been called one day. I'm glad I've been born one day. I say amen. Thank God for the Scriptures. I love the Bible. I want to read the Bible. I can't get enough of the Bible. If you don't like the Bible, something's wrong with you. That's the amen. It's not, hey, that's how you live. That baby came out looking for milk. That baby came out wanting milk. That baby still wants milk. That baby still wants milk. And if you've been born again, you'll still want milk. Somebody say amen. Hey, man, does anybody care about the Bible now? Man, I wish I had Frank here on that organ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the Bible will teach you. The Bible will train you. Your Bible can be trusted. The Bible can, you can track your steps. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I remember what it said over there in the book of Galatians. There were people that were perverting the truth and diverting the people of God. Don't listen to people who you can't trust. Listen to the book. Trust in the book. The way of seducers is found in the Word. Amen. The salvation is found in the Word. The Spirit of God can be located in the Word. They tell me, I don't know nothing about it, but they tell me, I believe this, that there's one letter that's different between a sinner, amen, and a, and a saint. It's one letter. It's L. For saints love the W-O-R-D, and sinners love the W-O-R-L-D. Somebody say amen. Y'all know I'm right. Hallelujah. Amen. Have the words profitable. Amen. The words instructable. Amen. The words profitable. I love the Bible. I believe in inspiration. I believe God started it, God stayed it, and God completed it. I believe in illumination. I like it when God makes it real to you. He makes it live to you. He makes it sell. Amen. Thank God the Bible's His instructions. The Bible's His love letter. The Bible's a source. The Bible's, amen. It's everything that I need is in this Bible. I wish somebody helped me. Amen. The Bible disciples, it gives direction. The Bible disciples give directions to forward steps. The Bible disciples and gives direction and warns us of false steps. The Bible disciples and gives us direction when we have faltering steps. The Bible disciples and gives us instruction when we take our first steps. Hey Amen. Just stick with the Bible. It worked when you got saved. Hey Amen. Everybody in here has been engrafted. Everybody in here has been born again. 
by the word of God. Is that not right? We've been born by a word, by an incorruptible seed, by the word of God, First Peter said. Hey man, thank God for the Bible. I appreciate the Bible. Every believer viewed, amen, this Bible has God's word, God's investment, God's instruction. Hey man, we'll feel, fulfill the office of a priest. We'd fulfill the office of a prophet. We'd fulfill the office of a prince and a king. I thank God for the church house. The church house is where I come because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I can hear the scriptures in the singing. I can hear the scriptures in the sermon. I can hear the scriptures in the shouting. Hey man of a good church. Hey man will point you to the word. It'll outfit you. It'll fix you up. You don't nobody go out hiking unless they've been outfitted. They don't nobody start down the Grand Canyon and that big white water raft unless they've been outfitted and we're facing a battle and we're facing white water turbulence but ain't you glad we've got an outfitting station and we've got exactly what we need to be outfitted with hey man it'll lift up your voice it'll lift up your heart it'll lift up your eyes it'll lift up your steps I thank God for the Bible it'll reprove you it'll rebuke you it'll exhort you it'll stir you hey man it'll show you it'll expose you hey man thank God hey man sometimes preaching brings conflict sometimes it brings conversion. Sometimes it brings comfort. But all the time, it's about Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word. It's profitable. The word's profitable to deliver. The word's profitable to disciple. The word's profitable to declare. Thank God for the Bible. I love the Bible. If y'all ain't figured it out yet, I sure do love this Bible. See, the glass withereth, the grass withereth, and the flower fadeth. Thank God his words. Amen. Amen. Going to the word of God shall stand forever. Hallelujah. There's an old man in Michigan. I thank Miss Beth and he said she knew this song. There's an old man in Michigan wrote a song. Here's what it says. Thank God for the Bible. It's a well of pure water when I'm thirsty and dry. It's bread when I'm hungry and worn. It's when the battle is raging. It's my faithful sword. Shelter from life's troubled storm. It's a light on my pathway, a lamp under my feet. When the world gets dark and you can't see. And I've, I've not made a change in one word that it says, but it sure made a change in me. <laughs> Woo! Hey, you don't have to try to change it. It'll change you. Amen. That's, that's the problem, people. That's the problem. These bunch of Buddha, amen, fortune cook eating, palm reading, Tear a card loving. Is everybody okay? I'm about to get ready to preach now. Hey, man. I'm about to kick in now, Brother Dale. Hey, man, up in here. Somebody help me. Hey, man, if y'all don't like the Bible, we're in the wrong place. Hey, thank God for the B.I.B. L.A. Hey, man. On them old Buddha rub, belly rub. I'm going to tell you what rubbing Buddha's belly will do. I'm going to tell you what it'll do for you. Take your fingerprints away because it sure ain't going to help you. It'll give you arthritis rubbing that belly. And here's the problem. There's a temple over there with 10,000 Buddhas. And people walk in that cave in China. And they say, well, that don't look like me. That don't look, oh, that one looks like me. Let me worship it. That's the problem. 
They're trying to find a Buddha that looks like them. I'm glad I got a God. Hey, man, that changed me to look like him. Hey, woo! We're not supposed to be to conform to Shane Jackson. We're supposed to be conformed to the Son of God. Listen to what this song says. It said this blessed old book that I hold in my hand is true from the beginning to the end. It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand. Sin kept me from it. Now it keeps me from sin. When I think what it costs to just hold in my hand, it reminds me that I owe a great debt to all the martyrs who died at the stake and quoted with their dying breath. Now it's critics are many. It's believers are few. But one thing I found to be forever true, if you find when you read it that there's something wrong, there's something wrong with you. The blessed old book that I hold in my hand is true from the beginning until the end. It's a solid foundation where I stand. It's sin kept me from it, but now it keeps me from sin. Can I say the church, stick in your book, read your book, pledge your life to this book, pattern your life after this book. Hey man, somebody help me. Let's all stand. Miss Bethany, you come.